grab your bowls and spoons, kiddos. It is now time for the Peter Butter and Syrup Podcast with your host, Corey and Dahoo! Can we Rochambeau for this? If you, uh, <laughs> if you will you, it. If you think you got it, bitch. <laughs> hey. Oh, oh wow. Route one, God one. damn, out the <laughs> hole, motherfucker. That's what I'm talking about. You, you and your orange socks. Take it away. No, that, that would be your orange socks. <laughs> no, this is spaghetti bowls or orange socks. First of all, both of y'all need to stop buying brown socks. <laughs> So, whatever. Well, well, Rory's got a sock problem, and I don't know what Root's got going on with his socks, but... He masturbates well, with Alexa. That's an interesting mm. use of technology. <laughs> All right. Tell me so, I'm a dirty boy, Alexa. So, Alexa doesn't have a screen, so it's not really enjoyable. Yeah. Can you spit is. on me? I don't want to listen to porn. Yeah. Can we, can that's we? like, I'll mute porn. I don't want to yeah. see it. I don't want to hear yeah. it. <laughs> so I can't Im- you imagine being deaf anyway. So well, they um, do put closed well, captions on porn. Well, that's like this girl. She has we had the same name, and I was talking like saw her out. Well, I meant to I, say blind. I said deaf. Oh, I yeah. meant blind. And I told her, I said, I don't think I could ever date you. I said, I couldn't imagine screaming my same name out. You know, I mean, she thought it was humorous, but I'm yeah. like calling my same name out. I'm like, that's that's just weird. Dating someone with the same name. Never said anybody's name while fucking them. Never? That whole thing seems weird to me. Yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. Not even if her name's like Samuel or. I don't I'm get it. generally not <laughs> hooking up with people with masculine names. I just don't see. I don't see how that's like. How is that arousing? It's not. I don't. I mean, just like you know, tell me what you want me to do, or that this that's Give working. Me instructions that that's working for you, or Feedback. you know, four fingers in your buttholes too much. I don't know. Just tell me something. <laughs> Well, <laughs> on a scale of one to five, how is this working? Exactly. Okay, next. Well, you you won the scale Russian. Of one, <laughs> scale of one to ten, what's your pain threshold right now? I, I do we even need an intro at this point? Yeah, we do. No, every episode has God an damn intro. Right. Well, well, I'm, I'm have like ten minutes. Don't with, try to take my victory <laughs> away from me, motherfucker. Wait, sore this is like ten minutes of like us talking about orange socks. Actually, and, uh, it was ten minutes of orange socks <laughs> and other bullshit. I'm sorry, but if you're coming in a sock and it turns orange, you need to go to the doctor immediately. <laughs> I would not go to the doctor. I would call nine one one because you may not make if you, it if but it's coming out If you're out missing orange. the socks, should you come on your Tupperware lids? No, definitely not because you need to seal your food with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I won the Rochambeau because why? I run this motherfucker. That's why. Uh, welcome to the peanut butter and syrup podcast where we firmly, firmly believe 50% of the people who make it to adulthood shouldn't. <laughs> And I'm being conservative because I genuinely think 80%. But I'm just... Oh, we don't mean everybody should die. It just means only half their body should disappear. Like, cut them up from the left, from the waist uh, up. Ooh, like, just a head. Yeah, they're just like all invalids. But then you can put them on shelves. And, anyway, so <laughs> I'm I'm the, the lovely root, and then uh, Corky, I mean, Corey, uh, my cousin, uh, that uh, his mama's son... Yeah, that's the way that works. His mom's son. <laughs> ten out of ten times, that is exactly how it works <laughs> most of the time. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> test just tube assume baby. my hereditary. Yes. <laughs> he could have been a test tube baby. He wasn't worth a fuck. <laughs> and then we got Brian over there playing with the levels because we keep changing how far. Yeah, and then I'm, I'm playing with, with clamps. And 
So for anybody that doesn't know, it's not that I have ADD. I just I fidget and fuck a fidget spinner because are those still a thing? I Remember how they came them. on the scene like herpes? Those are those are highly challenged mechanisms, not fidgets. Oh what? What? <laughs> so as I was saying, Corky, um, he's a little special, especially when he doesn't get his meds. So. Um, as you know, we have been talking about articles and things, and that's kind of the direction we've been going in here lately because we got tired of being angry old 40-something. <laughs> Get all my fucking life. And I'm not. I just want, for the record, that I still in my stand-up. That is my goal to pull off the angry 40-year-old thing. Um, you better hurry up. You're about to be 50, so. I got a year and a half. What are you talking about? <laughs> Damn. And I can lie for forever, motherfucker. I still got color in my hair. You got some just hey, for me. None in your beard, though. My brother's six just years, for men in there. My brother's six years younger than me, and that's somebody just completely white headed and white bearded. Damn. Yes, he looks a solid fifteen years older than me. But who no doesn't? Shit. So, um, mine's not necessarily an article. I, I don't remember it actually being an article. I think it's just More the standard a public outrage stupidity that we deal with again. Going back to why I don't think everybody should survive childhood. Um, it's all the people that were pissed off that on Stranger Things, they thought there were too many people smoking. And I just finished season four, isn't that right? Was that the fourth season or third, third. season? So I just finished the third season. Lesson. We were up to one watching the because I was like, I got to watch the last one. It's man. a pretty good show. I mean, it's, it's binge worthy. It I is, tried watching it and I can't get it. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's the most craziest, awesome, best thing that's ever hit Netflix, but I it's think entertaining it's, enough that I want to sit down and power through it. The way I would describe it is a complete package. It's well-written, it's well-produced, and it's fascinating. It's very fascinating. I like that it doesn't make me think too hard. I can just go home from work and watch it. But at the same time, you're like, where the fuck is this going to go? Like, yeah. I wasn't expecting that to work out that way. There were a couple of things that I was like, okay, this is going to happen. There, It is, most shows are predictable. If you've been watching TV for a while, you understand yeah. the nature of television and life. And then like, oh, this is going to happen. Um, But anyway, it's just, I've watched... All three seasons, there's not that much smoking in the scenes. I mean, hardly any to the point where I wouldn't even paid attention to it had this not been some sort of, you know. I see more people smoking in public normally than I ever saw in that Outside show. Outside a comedy club after a show? Yeah. The curb is full of people smoking cigarettes. I, I mean, there's a handful of scenes where Billy, the guy... He's usually the one smoking because the idea is he's this rebel teenager. It's the 80s. It was super common. I grew up, but you grew up, you know, in the 80s. I remember my friends drove Camaros, smoked cigarettes, wore wife beaters. They were, I know, five Billies. They acted the same way. They were douchebags because their parents were douchebags. And they'd go to school and pick fights with people for the same. I mean, they were literally that guy. Short of all the weird alien third dimension. Do you the, think that's weird? Is the alien stuff. I don't know. Are they, I mean, but it's technically and, from a different dimension or some shit. It's not, yeah. it's alien in the sense yeah, that it's to weird. to our dimension. But, because well, I mean, it's normal, I guess. What? 
Did when you? I'm on acid. <laughs> oh, now I've, yeah. I, don't, I never had a trip that was like that. But Maybe I need to watch the show on acid and I'll get more entertained. So it was just like people completely <laughs> forgot that smoke, America. Smoking was prevalent in the 80s. It still is everywhere in the world but here. That's why, it, and I, this is another thing that people don't remember. All racing used to be sponsored by cigarette companies. The Winston Cup. Yeah. It was all Marlboro. It was all that stuff. And then was it in the 80s, I think, or early 90s that they they changed the the laws and made it illegal for cigarette companies to market that way. And you know what? The cigarette companies didn't care. You know why? Because they found a new way to do it. No. We're only the US is only twenty percent of their market. Yeah. Oh well, that yeah. They don't give a fuck. You go to Europe, everybody smokes. When the French exchange students came over here when Sydney was in high school, all of them smoked. They were in high school. And of course everybody was like, Oh my god, these kids are smoking. I'm like They also have naked boobies on their television set too. Well, everybody in Asia smokes too. Well, like and it's a, the, the, the band or the area. Uh huh. I think both. Yeah. Maybe. In the heat of the moment. But when, uh, yeah. Does Cartman <laughs> smoke when he's singing Asia? Who? Cartman? Cartman you know, because he, he loves to sing some Asia stuff. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> it's been a while. So the idea is smoking used to be huge. It's still a lot bigger than people I mean, pay it's, attention. M- most of our movies still are full of smoking. Just walk into a convenience store and there's still giant racks of cigarettes. Yeah. That's so, never going to go away. Well, we don't want that depicted on TV. People are going to do what they do, man. And you getting on there, raising hell about it on the internet, just makes them want to do it more. Why? Because they want. Because you're a douchebag. Well, see, here's the That's thing. I wonder. That was an article I think put out or press release by Netflix. So I wonder if that was a preemptive, you know, message from Netflix before anybody complained about it. Or did someone actually complain about it? Because I wonder sometimes if it's like, oh, we're not strike doing anyone. First strike technology. Yeah, and, and it's yeah. like, are people rushing? Like, I've seen people, like, go, oh, they'll like, oh, people are all over Twitter complaining about so-and-so. And it's like, in the article, they cited, like, three random people on Twitter who bitched about something. Like, there's three people out of the media. Well, that's of people how on their news house. media works, is if somebody's outraged on Twitter, they can very quickly pull top three tweets from a hashtag. The way that Netflix responds so quickly is because their social media team has notifications on anything that's hashtag Netflix, and when they see something get hit, they're already, I mean, they're watching it close, and they'll say, oh, shit, people are mad about smoking? All right, PR team, let's But it works throw in both together. directions. I was like, the other day I saw one that was, on, and I've been working on a bit about it, and just, to me, it's the, the marketing of emotion, and we've been doing this for a very long time in the U.S., in the world, it's propaganda. But the one that I saw the other day that made me think of it in the other direction was um, a simple uh, simple act of kindness becomes miracle when manager changes tire for patron at Chick-fil-A. I'm like, that's not a miracle. That's just somebody being it's a, a simple person. act of kindness kindness, but then they, they want they threw the word miracle in there. And I'm like you're about to go into one of my articles. I was like, this. I was like, you had this. a random act of kindness. No, but <laughs> something in the realm of. But to emotions. me, to me, it's just ridiculous because was it nice of the manager to go out and change the tire for a 92 year old World War II veteran? Absolutely. Would I have done it? Absolutely. Is it a miracle? 
Absolutely no. not. It wasn't like the guy... Maybe like, he didn't know how to change a tire, and it's a miracle that he just learned how to do it, it automatically. That would be a miracle if he said, I've never changed a tire in my life, but somehow it instantly clicked somehow, and I changed it in I'm under 10 minutes. I'm going to open your dash, get your owner's manual out of the glove box and read the manual. God they, forbid somebody You know those cars read. those cars come with instructions. It's crazy like that. That's they, fucking wild. Especially now. I need to learn modern, how to put the gas in mine then. Especially <laughs> no with, wonder it's on the side of the road. <laughs> with modern cars with a billion damn buttons on the steering wheel. But yeah, I just I don't get the whole and then not only that, who cares? Who really cares that television it sounds like you care is is has people smoking <laughs> You don't have to go buy cigarettes because the guy's on TV. That's like saying, you know what? That TV show, that movie about the serial killer was a little too... He killed too many people in that movie about the ser- with the serial killer. Nobody was outraged that Ted Bundy, the documentary... It was did make me want to go out and kill as much of people, but I, that's a whole different ballgame. The ones that are crying that about studies that have smoking. proven that TV does not make you want to kill people. Huh, that's weird. I don't know. They didn't ask me. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> so it's, it's just interesting that people still feel like TV is that big of an influence over people's lives. Those people, I have seen some people start dressing in the '80s because of Netflix. I can pull up one girl. That so you're I, saying that that's, wait, that's a bad influence. You remember someone in the '80s dressing, but be- no, no, the way she's, they did she's, because of Netflix. No, she's dressing up in all these '80s clothes and all this stuff and going find all the vintage oh, stuff. Oh, that's just an attention whore. That's got yeah. nothing to do with that's. <laughs> I so mean, and I just you're go, leading into my article. And I just want to look at her and go, we didn't dress like that in the 80s. No, nobody <laughs> did. I don't know. I feel like they did a pretty good job with the clothing and cars. And I liked the the music a lot because I, I, I think the, the 80s I, really did overuse the synthesizer. I, I did hear, I haven't seen it, so I don't know, but I did hear that there was one wrong thing in the new Stranger Things. There was no red M&Ms at the time. Huh. And they were showing it right at M&M's on the Interesting. Screen. Oh, my God. I so, mean, but that it would be something. Cancel the series. I, if I was doing a series that was like that, I would do weird shit like that just to see if somebody called it. Yeah. But no, but that's awesome. If they did such a good job. I remember. That the, was the only thing they noticed. They, they, they didn't even have a Starbucks cup in there. <laughs> Dude, the, <laughs> yeah, right. To me, what was funny is they do the grocery store scene, and they're going down the cereal aisle because they're trying to find a bowl, and there's Mr. T cereal on the shelf. And I'm like... I love Because they wanted people like you to spot that. Right. I love the fact that there was Mr. T cereal, and then there was some other period correct specific cereal that was after. But the Mr. T stuck in my head. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, that's it's awesome that they they tried that hard. But I would throw some shit in there. I'd put like a car that was five years newer than it should have been for like well, it's nineteen eighty five. I'd have put a nineteen eighty nine or ninety model well, in yeah, it. Just, I think in the, just for people. just just to see if anybody caught it. Well those in the first series, I think there was a song that was actually the time period that the episode is in, the song was actually written like five years after that. Yeah. It's still yeah. an eighties song. You know, yeah. there, well, those I think that was like, before they narrowed down even yeah. harder on being as as period specific as possible. Well, yeah. and then timeline well, specific. Yeah, too. Speak, speaking of period specific, specific, fuck it, Pacific. Ocean. I had a good joke and I just fucked it up my own. Yeah. We're just gonna enjoy you being <laughs> quiet. <laughs> I was just thinking period specific and thought of The Shining with all the blood coming down the hallway and stuff, and then I fucked it up. Yeah, well, maybe next time. <laughs> oh, man, I thought I, you just reminded me. The other day I was at work and I had a play on Red Rum. 
and now I the can't live remember life what. Love? No, no, it was it was something like red rum, but I was like, and I remember on the ride home that afternoon, I was like, what the fuck was it? What the fuck was it? But it was something about red rum, but it was that same concept because I was like, oh, that'd be funny. That's a play on shining. I can't remember. What I it do is wonder if uh, ghosts get mad at those live life love things because they can't live, laugh, or love at this point. Well, that'd considering be a, that'd those, be a pretty good no reason such thing as ghosts, probably not. But whatever, dude. That's not <laughs> Casper is a real what, thing. Let me guess. Jesus is offended by it too. Well, yeah. The guy who cuts my grass is not offended by it. That's Jesus. That's a different dude. <laughs> yeah, but he is scared of ghosts. Um, well, so uh, before we get into Brian shit, why don't we let Brian get into Brian shit with both hands? Right. Is, is this another fecal matter joke? Yeah. <laughs> um, so one of my articles was just going to rub, rub the doo doo all over the microphone. Yeah, smells smells like poop. Yeah, smells different. Smell like the dog's breath. Um, so a few was it a few weeks ago when was that? Yeah. No, that was two weeks. What's the date today? What? So, like, <laughs> damn. I just thought I had a I was trying part. to remember <laughs> how was, recent. There, there were a few weeks ago, and they are. <laughs> well, no, I was trying to remember how recent it was that Colin Kaepernick protested the... Oh, it was July 4th. But oh, he did it before, though. It was like a week or two yeah, before. It was, yeah, it was like that. Early. That he protested the uh, Betsy Ross sneakers. Mm-hmm. And so, when you guys were sharing that, you were talking about how everybody was getting outraged basically over nothing because on both sides yeah on both sides and people were coming out with evidence showing that like even obama had that flag at his second he inauguration. had three generations of flags in yeah. the background. so part of that somehow i fell down a rabbit hole on the internet researching emotional contagion which was the premise of what colin Kaepernick did was he said i'm in a position where people are listening to me and I'm going to infect people with negative emotion by saying I'm outraged by protesting the company that I work for. There's no way that he did know. This is, I think is a total setup on that. But my article is not really about Colin Kaepernick. It's about the concept of emotional contagion and how actually Facebook was taken to court over a study they did where they altered people's timelines, like 700,000 users were subjected to only negative content on their timeline, and Facebook studied how they reacted on Facebook. And then they had a control group where people just had normal timelines. And when people found out about the study, they got fucking outraged. About being outraged. About They got outraged <laughs> about being outraged and being proven that everybody's kind of sheep because psychology proved way before Facebook and social media that we measure ourselves based off of our emotional investment in something. So if I don't know how I feel about something, my human instinct is to look at my peers, see what their emotional situation is, and generally mirror that. And so it becomes internet bandwagon. Because you want to fit in. Yeah, well, because you want to be accepted, because you want to be part of the in-group, and the only way to be part of the group is if you're invested in the same thing. It's like when everybody laughs at a joke, you don't get it, and you laugh at the joke. It's the same thing. You don't want to be the outlier. Yeah, and so the issue was, and Twitter's also um, guilty of this, um, but at a different level. Um, I actually have a note. In regards to Twitter, also um, manipulated timelines but did not manipulate people's personal feeds so twitter manipulated the 
content that went to everybody rather than just isolating certain users and manipulating their their uh, Twitter feeds. And so both of these social media companies basically use their users to research how they could more effectively cause negative emotional responses to things. So they were basically pushing the limit on what it takes to trigger somebody and became... Which is basically social engineering. Yeah, they basically did a study on how people work, how people get pissed off on the internet, and documented it, studied it at a scientific level, wrote a study on it, and said... And then they're if, still doing it. Yeah, and they're still doing it. So companies like Nike come along and say, we're going to make these tennis shoes and then have our spokesperson speak out against it. Now these tennis shoes are limited release, rare run. They now skyrocket in price. People didn't go out and burn their Nikes like the last time people got pissed off at Nike two years ago when we saw videos Because everybody's people. over it. Because everybody's over that, and they forgot that existed. Now they're just protesting that one sneaker instead of the company, and people like Nike again. Because they're like, oh, Nike did a good thing. They responded. Every time that happens, yeah. I go check their stock. Yeah, and their stock went up. I'm sure yep. it did, and I didn't check time. it. But the way that we view Nike is, wow, they really do care they care about what I care about because I only care about what I'm told Colin Kaepernick tells me I should care about. And so now Nike's a good company. And it's because of probably this Facebook study and ones that preceded it on emotional contagion, which is basically just the concept of how easily we're manipulated well, it's emotionally. Like Atlanta Comics that get booked because they act like they fit a certain demographic, whether it's sexual or you know, ethnicity or whatever. And that's, that's the way it works is because, well, I care about this and I won't do jokes about this. And then they get booked even though they're not funny. Yeah. And it's all society works that way. It's fine. It's just interesting that people think that it's new, that it's, they're going to fix it or any, you're not, this is the way people are built. Yeah. Well, I don't normally, would use Wikipedia for a definition, but I read the. I'm pretty I sure you said that before. Probably, I don't know, but <laughs> I read but the it keeps Facebook going back study. To the well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I keep going back to the internet. I did read the Facebook study. Oh, it was kind of well, interesting. It's on the internet is true, but Wikipedia's definition for emotional contagion is, and they call it a phenomenon of having one person's emotions and related behaviors directly trigger similar emotions and behaviors in other people, and it's just the. Basically, it's a virus that spreads in With almost instantaneously. Yeah, yeah, and that person is patient zero. But the problem is, is in the situation with the Colin Kaepernick example, he's not patient zero. All he did was say something. He waited for the first person to see it, which was fucking millions of people. And but, then it just... That, I mean, doesn't that make him patient zero? Not if he deliberately did it rather than reacting to it. So he created... He lit the fire. He lit the fire and waited for the first person to get burned. So he created the the virus. He let somebody else spread the virus. Yeah, he infected people with his virus because he basically did it on behalf of Nike because he is their spokesperson. I just like the memes when it's comparing him to Al Bundy. (laughs) All politics aside, just... He's a shoe salesman. Just for the humor of it and seeing the, the... the jokes behind the reality it's i mean the thing that blows my mind is is i have several pair of nikes and i kicked around i didn't 
get anything for our anniversary and I had designed some crazy ass shoes that I thought about ordering from Nike. And there's part of me, I was like, well, should, you know, should, do I want to order these shoes from Nike with everything that's going on? And I'm like, who gives a fuck? Why do I even fucking care? Do I want the shoes or do I don't? Or yeah. do I not want the shoes? Do I just I mean, spend there's that- some little kid in China who needs that money. Right. Am I putting someone out of work by not ordering the shoes? Is that, I mean, God, that- you're such a slave to capitalism. I'm trying to help the working class by buying their product. It's now. a China- worthy cause. Class. I'm not sure. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want, but I'm. I'm, I'm trying the millennial in me. The millennial in <laughs> millennial, me what? is being forced to What's say his that. Name? I don't know. I lost count. The I don't so, know. It tastes good with barbecue sauce. To me, I had that in, internal conversation. But then you see people and see. I have so many friends that are left and right on Facebook. I have some that are. They're not friends. They're just people that I know on Facebook because of groups, and we're not necessarily friends. We're just in some of the same groups. And they will go ape shit crazy over stuff like fuck Nike. We don't need them. There's memes with the Nike building on fire with the fire department just being like whatever. And I'm like, like okay, that seems a little crazy for me. It's just a shoe company, man. They're yeah. not. Well, they're not a f- truly infecting people. Well, it's like people I, that follow that automatically already thought that way. Oh yeah. Well, the thing I just the guy I was talking to is a friend of my brother's and they were kind of getting into it a little bit about the i can't believe nike do this again blah, blah, blah. i'm not i'll go to new balance or whatever i was like well you know the flag code doesn't allow that to be on nikes anyway and that's illegal and i said in every piece of every piece of clothing that we have every is, is technically against you the put law. on your dog i mean every even you know even the your little shorts you got on with the flag on smoking it. Smoking hot chick in an American flag bikini I is said, technically not supposed to I be. Said, a technically, thing. if you believe in the Constitution, you shouldn't have the flag on anything. I don't think it's about the Constitution. Well, they see that, it, that, they see that, it yeah. as hating America. Right. And I get kind of that, but that's fine. People hate whatever. They hate their wife and they stay married to her. They hate their kids and they yeah. keep raising them. They hate their car and they keep driving it. I don't but need everyone. And that's like uh, the Home Depot uh, guy that came out and was talking about why people need to shut the fuck up and leave Trump alone and all the good things he's done and all this kind of shit. He was one of the co-founders of Home Depot. Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, well, and I'm pretty sure he sold his shares in Home Depot a decade or more ago. And he's just retired. They were like, fuck Home Depot. I'm not going to Home Depot anymore and all this stuff. And one of my friends, Alicia Cooley, she's she's a black female comic. And I was like, oh, no, somebody on the Internet's upset about something that somebody said <laughs> about something. Oh, no, it's a big deal. And I put that on there, and I was curious to see what response that got because most of her friends are from the black community. So I was just curious. I was like, okay, if I lit a fire or how many people are going to agree? And then they agreed with me because it's not that big a deal. Yeah, and I think it's getting the whole – Outrage thing is getting old. It's burning out. You can't, I mean, you can't, it's kind of like, um, think of being tortured. If you got up every day and you were in a POW camp and the first week. Is that a potatoes on wheel camp? Uh Uh-huh. But they don't have potatoes everywhere. (laughs) In Ireland they do. I don't know. I like tater tots. People only workouts or something? I don't know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But if you got up every every day, they got you up at five o'clock 
and they waterboarded you and they gave you shock treatment and they smashed your toes with a hammer. They did all that shit. A year in, it's you're just, just going to be like, it's oh. Tuesday. No, oh. a year in, and you would say, hey, man, you forgot to smash my toes. What, what's no, you, up with this? You would this? walk in, and they'd be like, they'd get the bucket out, and you'd be like, it's Tuesday. Where's the pliers? Yeah. You would acclimate. Outrage. The problem that happens with being constantly marketed to outrage or have outrage marketed to you. Or deliberately not, outraged is a term that I saw that was fascinating. The, the problem is, is eventually... You acclimate to it, and then it takes a significant amount. It's a, it's building sociopaths is what it is. You're engineering emotion out of people by overexposing them to emotion. That's all you're doing. Eventually, it's like if you drink nothing but water for a month, and then because you're on vacation or you're somewhere, and you come back home, and you're like, well, I have sweet tea and coffee and Coke and things oh, like yeah. that. You won't drink water. If you're on that emotional roller coaster every single day, eventually you're like, whatever. And that's why most of the time when people post stuff, I just put the laughy face reaction. Because I'm like, it's not that big a deal. It really isn't. It will be at some point. At some point, shit's going to snap and people will start killing each other. Mm -hmm. Only because that's human behavior. It's got nothing to do with Facebook. It's got nothing to do with anything. It's just human behavior. Everything hits a tipping point. Everything collapses. Everything fails. It's it's just the way it is. It can't not do it. Humans are stupid and weak and useless. Speaking of dumb humans. <laughs> is it your turn? Oh, is that a lead into your article? <laughs> Apparently yeah. it's Corey's turn. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have the dumbest one of the three of us next. <laughs> I thought that was a good segue. It, 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 a, you, it was a very finished? delightful segue. Let's put it that way. Well, I figured why not. Is this a... Well, mine is... Um, <laughs> oh, God damn it. It's the transition harmonica. <laughs> it's a one-man blues band. <laughs> I, could, I could not do it. I had to be done. All right. So don't y'all don't play with my box. I'm just gonna go with the title, and, and it pretty much just says it all. Florida man says he's the Lord of Satan and proceeds to expose genitals. Well, I mean, <laughs> were they red and horny? The funny thing is, his name is James Davis, and one of my good buddies is James Davis, and I asked him if he was like getting his name discredited for. Or if he was related, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, so they said this, uh, according to uh, the arrest report, two people in an apartment uh, parking lot yelled that he was the Lord of Satan to them, and he was going to chop the victims' heads off and throw them into a trash can and proceed to call them derogatory names. And they said when things started to get really get fun, Davis threw an empty chip bag and different pieces of unspecified trash toward one victim, hitting her in the arm, he then cornered the other victim against the wall and yelled, do you want me to save you to her? This would have been good <laughs> enough for me to write an article about being a true Florida man. Davis decided to go the extra mile. He walked away from the women, having not been crazy enough yet. He turned around and waited for it, apparently dropped his pants, flashing his genitals at the women because, of course, he did. This is a Florida man story. He was only charged with indecent exposure and $10,000 bail. So um yeah that's uh, that's Waterman for you. I feel like I want to <laughs> steal one of your comic friends' jokes. Fuck em. Was uh, <laughs> Olivia's joke when wow. she said, uh, "How did you know that that's what I like?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I was editing the dunk tank footage today, and I got to her set, and she's talking about how a homeless person kept like grabbed her arm and harassed her, 
and started calling her like a bitch or something. She's like, how did this motherfucker know that's how I liked it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, you know, it's one thing to expose your genitals, but to say that you're uh, the Lord of Satan, not that you're Satan, that you're the Lord of Satan. I mean, if he's making a statement. Well, I just would like to, for the record, he's not my Lord. <laughs> Whoever that dude is. <laughs> I, mean, I, didn't, I can tell you, I worship no one. <laughs> I mean, well, technically, wouldn't the Lord of Satan be God? Does mean God created no. Satan in the yeah. mythology of... Depends uh, on what book you're reading. I don't know. But, uh, about, anyway, that, that it's a kind of a short story. I mean... Well, it's about like sex with you. It doesn't take long. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, Florida has its own thing. Just to add to it, there was a lady who got busted for crystal meth. Her name was Crystal Methvin. Mm-hmm. And not much to that story either, except for her name was Crystal Meth getting busted Crystal Meth. And that's the way Florida's going these days. Uh, the way Florida's going these days, it's <laughs> seeing pretty steady for know. the past seen, couple of years. I've seen some shit from Ohio that, <laughs> really? that runs a tight, yeah. It runs they a tight. They cracking down a little bit? I don't, like Ohio is... Uh, northern Florida or something. I don't know what's going on. Ohio's been weird forever, though. I remember going there as a kid, and I was like, this So I could see, like, weird. the Dakotas or something, or, like, Alaska being weird the when Dakotas you're trapped The Dakotas, where there's 14 there. people? No. Between two states? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like... There's got to be something weird up there. <laughs> I mean, you're stuck up there with nothing. How do you not end up weird? And it's cold in the summer. That's pretty fucked. The question yeah. is, I wonder were these ladies, were they laughing at this guy the whole time, or they actually felt Threatened by this dude because I mean, if you're just yelling, he's the Lord of Satan and drops I have to pants. feel. I have a feeling that Sydney would have just straight up laughed in that dude's face. <laughs> like she like, wouldn't have like just drop kicked him or something. No, I just think she would have been just. She would have gone for the emasculation move instead of the physical harm. <laughs> just like straight up laughed because I told you the story about her making fun of the guy in the mall, right? <laughs> so when oh my somebody God. was giving her a hard time. No, there. Her and Beth are in the mall. They walk out of a store, and Beth Beth described it as a dude wearing Walmart camo, not military camo, Walmart camo. And Sydney goes, "Look, mom, it's a veteran. We should go thank him for his service." Just completely fucking around. Yeah. The guy turned around and looked at Sydney, and Beth's like, "Would you shut the fuck up? You're gonna get us stabbed." And Beth, but she's like, "No, mom, we should really thank him. He he has done so much service for our country." <laughs> we should go oh, and just kept going like deeper into it and harder. And Beth's like, "Shut the fuck up." And she's like, "No, mom, we gotta go." This was just like a year or two ago. I was <laughs> oh, like, God. "That's complete." That's the kind of weird shit we used she, to do at the mall. She should uh, talk to my friend Samantha and get work at the dungeon. She can make money masculating men. Oh, she yeah. She don't give a fuck. So, you know, if you don't mind her working for uh, as a dominatrix. She's 20, man. Do it. That's her life. I don't yeah, have to live. Yeah, she's an adult. Yeah. I mean, she could go beat guys up and, you know, talk down to them. I and, just don't. I mean, as long as nobody's going to fuck with her, I'm fine. I don't care. Do whatever. She'll be fucking with them. So No, I meant like oh, in the parking lot after yeah. work or somebody. She takes it too far and somebody gets her feelings hurt. Yeah, well, but she'll make enough money to start buying you guys. No, that's why she just hires them again and she beats the shit out of them like the rest of them do. Yeah. (laughs) I would assume that's the way that would go. But but anyway, that's all I had to contribute to that uh, little bit of Florida Man. It's just too great to hear the Lord of Satan. Too pump chump. Yeah, I know, man. The problem with Florida Man is like they're so quick episodes. I mean, you're just like, hey. But that makes them pretty enjoyable. They're. Florida's good for a quick F- laugh. Florida's a one-night stand. 
And you send them home. They don't spend the night. <laughs> no. You yeah. shit the bed to get them to go home. That's yeah. <laughs> You've seen that meme going around. Yes. When she, when it's the next morning and she won't leave and old dude his shit all over the bed. I'm like, God damn. I think I just act like I had to go to work, go drive around the block, watch, and then when she left, go back home. Yeah. That's a much easier than having to wash shit off your sheets and yeah. I I mean, that. Some people like to make a statement. So uh, I don't know. You live on the seventh floor. You just push them out the window. That's a whole different thing. So you don't live on the seventh floor, though. I, I do. You live on the seventh floor? Yeah. I thought your building was only like four. No, it's eight floors. Yeah. Why aren't you in the penthouse, you poor bastard? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I can only afford Playboy, but I'm full. Dear should penthouse, we, I'm we, broke. Should we end on that note? Yeah. <laughs> we should have ended right before it, apparently. <laughs> Get Brian to back that shit up. Don't need... You just telling everybody how poor you are. Did anybody uh, see anything interesting lately, or uh, I've been on the internet. I saw a lot of interesting. <laughs> or go do anything interesting you want to share with our audience members. I mean, uh, I got two uh, things. I guess was that one's related to what you just said. As you've been on the internet, you hey, saw I'm a lot of things. <laughs> um, I recently rediscovered the abundance of random Facebook groups called things like that's. Six seconds into the day, and I've had enough internet, and it's just fucked up memes. <laughs> or um, I'm in a new group called uh, I don't know what this tastes like, and I don't know where I am, but this is not Flavor Town, <laughs> and it's all uh, I guess Guy Fieri memes and just people <laughs> posting pictures of terrible food. Saying, "Is this Flavor Town?" Now the one you got me in the uh, the Goodwill finds is that's been that pretty one's funny. pretty funny, yeah. Hey, um, you find anything interesting lately? You ain't done any stand-up lately? Well, I hosted a uh, show up, go up Wednesday night, which was fun. It was, I guess I would label it tedious just because you're, I didn't have anybody running the light. I was running the light and I was, which is what you do at a lot of places when you're hosting, you're doing the light and yeah. all of it. But um, it was interesting. It was more fun because there was an actual crowd there and I got to do work on some of my new material and shit like that. So first time hosting that? First time hosting you, Rick asked me if I would uh, do it, and I was like, hell yeah, of course I would. I mean, why would you turn down stuff like that? And then I was, man, yeah, it was weird. Just anyway, open. you've been to some open mic stuff. It's a weird experience because most of it you're doing to other comics. Other comics don't laugh at your shit unless it's just truly hilarious. And there was this guy that he was apparently a radio guy, and he came out, and he wanted to do the open mic, and he was upset that more people weren't responsive to his material. And I walked by him after I introduced somebody and got him up on stage. And he's like, well, this is just a shit room. And I was like, no, it's you. <laughs> he turned yeah, around and looked true. at me, in which most people know. I mean, I guess I have that look. Yeah. I mean, not with the beard and the long hair and just the way my eyes are. It's not to run your mouth to me. And he kind of was like, oh, yeah, just kind of joking. But he wasn't joking. No, he really, his uh, confidence probably I think it has a lot to do, yeah, a lot of people, they think they're they're self-importance and they're, you know. Everybody's self-important. Well, if you get paid to be on the radio, you think that you're funny and you think you're important. The reality is you don't get the instantaneous feedback of an audience. So you you don't know if you're funny. You're just, you still have a job. Right, you're you're broadcasting to a whole city and six people call in. Six people calling in is an anomaly. That's not success. That's like doing, like, I always make the observation of when we're doing stand-up. I like it. I do and I don't like it when there's only 12 people in the crowd. The reason I like a smaller crowd is... 
I know if my material's working. Because if I only make four of them laugh, I can tell it's only four people laughing. If there's 40-something people in the crowd and I make a third of them laugh, so 13 people in the crowd, that sounds like you're doing really well when 13 people are laughing out of 40. So I like the smaller crowd if I really want to know. But most people don't want to know. They just want to be – they just – I'm instantly funny and this is not hard. And being on the radio is not the same as doing stand-up. Stand-up is not the same as anything. Stand-up, stand-up. So, yeah, I mean, I've been doing doing that and then uh, did Laughing Skull uh, first – of July, that was fun. Got six minutes instead of four because their light was broken. Mm. And we did we, uh, pull out the uh, those yeah, dunk I was tank. Say I almost forgot to. Oh mention shit! That. And we yeah. did dunk tank comedy. That Holy was shit! Two weeks ago, and it was uh, I would say a success. I was I was during the show. I was stressing. After it was done, I felt good about it. Yeah, I was stressing because it was a new thing. Yeah. we were figuring well, out our direction. It was very uh, just kind of going with the flow. Like we spend a lot of time planning for it but once you start planning and it starts it's like a war yeah you put scenarios in place and contingencies you're just waiting for your scenario to happen it's you just don't know what's gonna hit no i think the comics the feedback has has been the comics have had a good time um i'd love to find venues to do it where it's more mainstream but i i I'm willing to invest more money in it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I think the audience liked it because the microphone I had on Corey's camera for the audience had to turn the volume down because people were laughing a little loud. It was me. It was my stomach. Oh, it was? Fuck. You could see his dick. (laughs) (laughs) His belly fell in his pants and he's like, oh, that's our dick? Really? (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. No, I forgot all... I mean, I didn't forget about it, but I forgot. What I forgot to really, mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dunk Tank. That was. Yeah, that was a product of this podcast. Very happy that we decided to do that. Yeah. Even though it cost a decent amount of money to yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, what did it cost? A couple hundred for the Dunk Tank. It's two thirty-five for the Dunk Tank. We spent bought another five hundred on a new mixer. Yeah. Spent another two hundred on cords. Yeah. Spent two seventy-five on a banner. Oh yeah. Spent. T-shirts, uh, five, uh, $375 on shirts. Um, I, I haven't sat down, but I think we're probably around the $1,500 mark. Oh yeah. Well, now, a lot of, of that, that carries over to the next show. Right. Only thing that was disposable expense in the true sense of disposable was the rental of the dunk tank. Yeah. And then I'm, I've been cruising, uh, Craigslist looking for, a damaged dunk tank or pieces because I man, I was just gonna buy the dunk the tank itself yeah. with the window, it's sixteen hundred dollars. God to buy a replacement one. Yeah. And then I was just gonna build everything else myself. So I got my eyes out, you know, looking for something that we can piece together and do it so we don't have to have the cage. Yeah. But no, I'm I'm excited. I just gotta figure out venues. Sweet. Dylan's supposed to be helping with that. Well, you guys got a task ahead of you. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. We'll see. Yeah. I think the I think the market will like it. I think it'll be I a think good so. live show, especially during the summertime, which is the perfect time for that type of thing. Yeah, and I like your idea too that you were talking about earlier, doing it in the evening. trampoline wrestling comedy. That's with midgets because <laughs> we could pull it off with LED. <laughs> we could pull it off. Midget wrestling, don't. 
with a LED area lighting that wouldn't yeah. take much to light the area. And no, because it wouldn't take hardly anything to light the comic. It's lighting the audience so that they can see. No, I just mean like operational lighting, not filming lighting. Yeah. Operate, operational lighting wouldn't yeah. be very much I mean, at all. Yeah, a little bit of mood, a little bit of this, I think. Uh, smoke machine? Definitely a smoke machine. Maybe a waterproof light somehow to light the water of the tanker. So I don't fucking know. Just a bunch of, just jazz it up. We could do up. that with a battery-operated light. You know, if you just put plugs in there, live wires, and when the comedian falls in, it'll light up. No, because you're sitting, you're sitting on wet plastic. It'll the water will conduct all the way up to your ass when you're just sitting. It's fine. Okay, they're dead as soon. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm getting. Well, as long as it's we quick. can do we can do a 12 volt waterproof light. Yeah, that that has a lead going into it, but because 12 volts isn't going to do shit to you. No, but we can just do a battery a waterproof battery operated light that sits at the bottom of it or something or whatever. I mean it. It would be, I can figure, or yeah. trust me. I just think, you know, something fun. Well, then with the African tributes, went and saw Midsummer. That's the movie was up. good. That, uh, that new uh, horror movie, Midsummer. I hadn't seen it. It's, uh, it's kind of like a little bit of like Wicker Man, that folk horror, you know. Uh, I liked Wicker Man. But it's very, this that new guy, Ari, I forget his last name, he did Hereditary. He's definitely got a new take on making horror movies. And it's, uh, it's twisted. It was very funny. I was really surprised. Yeah. He said, "He said he looked at." I like, was shocked how many people laughed in the theater. He was like, "This is basically a breakup movie with horror elements, just like Hereditary is a family drama with horror elements." But it's so fucked up. I mean, it's you just go in there and you get walk. When we left, it was like this was this was something. This was. I mean, I I enjoyed yep, it. That was a movie. And it, there's a lot of it's a very thinking movie. You know, oh, there's yeah. a lot going there's on. There's a deeper thinker than Hereditary. And I have not been to a theater. I have no idea. <clears throat> yeah. There's it's, chairs and a screen. It's been 10 or better years since I've been to a mm. theater. But, uh, Mainly but, because of the audience. Yeah. Well, I get away. His, his horror movies are nice because they're getting away from, the you know, the kind of like The Shining and stuff, that really tense feeling type movie where it's not like, oh, I got a knife. I'm going to come and cut everybody up. It's There's some fucked up scenes in there, like some really – Good, good special effects that'll fuck with your head for a moment. But uh, anyway, that's all. About the most exciting thing I've done. That and jury duty, watching HGTV all day, which has <laughs> inspired another show. But <laughs> yeah. uh, we're in development, and we'll yes. document more on further episodes. Would yep. you would you just get paid to create shows, not actually do them? Just get somebody else to do them. We just hey, we got a show idea for you. Y'all figure it out and pay us a. Uh, <laughs> Ten thousand dollars a piece. Okay, cool. We'll be back next week with another show idea. Here you go. <laughs> I'm sure that's a job somewhere. Dude, make it happen. I'm down. <laughs> Our job is solely to create ideas for people. I still think you know you could probably find a way to market that to people. Said all we do is you hire us to create ideas for your business. <laughs> and while you're giving boxes low jobs, I think it's time to <laughs> call that a day. Um, like, yeah. subscribe, all that fun stuff. Yeah, PB insert and um, hashtag at whichever one you like going to. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, find our Atlanta Underground. Dude, you're supposed to lick stuff. the box, not blow it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bye, bye, bye. <laughs>